Yeah, because even yourself. I don't think we ever told Russ that this podcast pretty much spawned from us all being here on Black Friday. That's true. That's true. And in the way you are a father. <laughs> a father of the podcast, yeah. Oh, you, wow. you are, because you, you and Jim were uh, silly okay, enough to take, take yeah. a picture with uh, five, I think there were uh, five of us. Four. four. Oh, it's it's, four. it's, it's silly, yeah. this, this isn't super weird at all. <laughs> but anyways... <laughs> Stumbled on into the Tap Takeover podcast. What's become a local tradition? Thousands of people line up in the chilly morn of a late November to get one of the most sought after beers in the Milwaukee area. We're, of course, here at Lakefront talking about Black Friday. What's become, Russ, really a big tradition. There are currently 31 releases, promotions happening, stemming from uh, your idea just a few years ago, right? We're in year nine? Uh, I think 2011 was the first one, because I think 2021 is going to be our 10th anniversary in two years. I know they want to have a special 10th anniversary beer, which we're planning right now. I guess imitation's the best compliment, and it's great to have a tradition that you feel like you've started in the city. You know, I'm proud of the fact that all over the city, this is Beer Week. This is the true Milwaukee Beer Week, or weekend, that we have right now. We're very happy to have started a tradition with you a few years back of sitting down before the big event and, and kind of talking through this stuff with you. So, uh, Russ, thank you for uh, for joining us on the Tap Takeover podcast. We're continuing our brewery interview series. Let's put uh, some voices with names here. I'm Alex. I'm Jim. Jesus. Andy here. Russ. So, Russ, uh, big changes this year. You guys are... Like Jim said, you, you got to compete with a number of different events going on, uh, and you guys have gone all out. Uh, tell us about some of the, the new additions to the lineup this year. We have uh, actually five different beers that, that we have. Because of bad uh, accounting by us, we had a barrel that was stashed in the corner for an uh, unknown period of time from 2014. Uh, there was two of them, uh, and we barreled those up. Um, we got about... Uh, there'll be about 230 bottles or something like that sort for... Uh, 229. 229 after tonight. After that. So um, <laughs> we only have a few of those. But anyway, it's it's um, it's an amazing beer. The beer has evaporated. Uh, some of the, both uh, the uh, water and alcohol out of it. It's about the same percent alcohol as it was before, but the volume's uh, less. But it is exceptionally more viscous. That uh, then uh, uh, I've almost had any beer in my life. I don't think I've ever had anything as thick as this. So we're going to try some of these beers tonight, but uh, as we always do, we do a tasting. So you brought something out, kind of ramping up. So tell us about what we're drinking right now. All right, so I'm not sure if you guys want to say anything about it before I tell you what it is, but... I find it uh, very hoppy, uh, very... not bitter, though. Yeah, very uh, fruit Very forward. low IBU, a uh, little fruit forward. Boy, yeah, that's, I'm loving this nose on here. It's got a great aroma of hops. The color's a little dark. I thought, uh, I'm used to seeing these a little lighter. Yep. I would think it's uh, your hazier type beer, but it's very, it's very dark. 
Yeah, it's a, it's definitely darker than the Hazy Rabbit, but uh, on the same sort of uh, same sort of thickness. Really good mouthfeel on this. If I had to guess, I would say either Mosaic or uh, uh, possibly a Galaxy Hop, uh, given all that that fruit forward flavor. Andy, I like the mouthfeel on it. This is more of a biscuit lighter beer to me too, and it is very hop forward to me. Um, I quite enjoy it. It's quite tasty. Okay. Well. I'll let you know what we're drinking here because it has really nothing to do with the haze or the, um, uh, the hops that we have. But I, I think somebody was saying, or you're saying a little fruitier yep. notes that yeah, you have. Fruity. But this was brewed with Kvike yeast. Oh, oh okay. all right. Sure. So I don't know if you've had any Kvike beers yet. Yes, uh, yes, 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 we, we have. We did, we did one with Kyle over at 1840. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So we did a 15-barrel batch, and we're gonna. I think we have a second batch coming out. We're just playing with it. How so. quick was your turnaround on it? I think two to three weeks. I think it was what three weeks by, but it went up to like 86 degrees okay. uh, Fahrenheit. Yeah. So that's what usually brings out the the esters. Yeah, fun experiment. This uh, this turned out really good. Which might be interesting. No, to thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, this is really awesome. It's just a taproom only experiment, though. Currently, so we have, we have no plans to uh, uh, to bottle it. You never know. We'll see what it is. I'm going to talk to him. I think I might try to thinking about trying to put it on during Black Friday, the morning of Black Friday. That's nice. a good way to start it. Nice little change of pace. Yeah. So yeah, you got the Black Friday, you got the Kavike or something like that. We'll see how, how this all goes so we can get this on there. Going again to the innovation that Lakefront continues to do here. We've always tried to be innovators in the industry. I've always thought that's what we, um, you know, we've done a lot of firsts and uh, throughout the years. And one of them obviously is, you know, the Black Friday. Or, or the fact that we have this tradition that we've done. So this is the, you know, we have a lot of events here, but this is probably the, the granddaddy of them, of them all. What inspired all the all the changes this year to um, come up with more varieties of Black Friday? Well, I think we've seen what's happening across the country with other brewers. They come up with different ideas and different things that they they want to do, and so I just didn't want to have just one beer anymore. But we thought we'd have you know a couple different ones that we could come out with and, and make the, the day a little bit more special. Everybody's out here, so we'll give people opportunity to have some other great beers. Jesus and I were really lucky to get invited to a special tasting uh, last week uh, from this recording to get uh, a taste of all the varieties as well as the five. For me, it was really special because uh, the new varieties, the barley wines, they're different recipes, and they're different from previous barley wines that you release. So again, it's a continued experimentation to see what will happen with the barrels, uh, the fruits that you've added. Yeah, how do you think that went? It was uh, something unique. I I don't know if you've had that before. Was it just something because of uh, the different varietals you had that you invited everyone down just to give it a, a sneak peek? Yeah, we invited uh, several different people down here, and we thought it'd be great to give everybody a taste and then to let everybody know what we're coming up with. And so then you can write about it or blog about it, and um, and then you can tell everybody, you know, that, that they should come down or not. Um, and I, I guess I thought that would be a, a great way to try to, to let everybody know, especially with the, uh, uh, the $100 bottle one. Do you have a favorite? I, I probably like the barley wine. Uh, the most I, I just thought I, I just like big beers uh, on there they're all good it's like picking a favorite kid but um, uh, but but anyway it's it's um, they're all worthy as far as what I felt yeah we should talk about that full lineup so we've got the uh, the rum barrel age uh, fruitcake ale strong uh-huh. ale uh, uh-huh. it's going to be a bourbon barrel age barley wine 
There's the, the Black Friday this year. Uh, there's two versions, one two and a half years in rye barrels and uh, one in, uh, what, a year's worth of uh, bourbon barrels? Is that, is that right? Yes. Okay. And so, yeah, we've um, brewed it way back in, I think, December of last year and, and uh, uh, put it in the barrels since I've been aging since then, December or January, I forgot. We, I think we did a couple batches, one, one month, one the other month that we did. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's been sitting there for, for a while aging and and uh i'm I'm very excited about uh the beer and we can we can try this year's tonight i got the other i got some other ones from a couple years ago we can uh, compare them against nice excellent oh awesome uh one unique thing since 12 and until last year the label was kind of uh, similar this year you have different like labels what where do they come from i guess i saw some like an animal in one of them or there's like yeah (laughs) we have our marketing uh uh, manager uh Michael Stadola, he uh, he's very creative, and, and this is what he came up with for the year. I kind of, you know, just let him do his thing. Just let him do his thing, and and I didn't see him until the bottles came in. To tell you the truth, <laughs> they're but, stunning. Uh, I actually, yeah, I mean, so I, but no, I think they they match well because you look at all four, and they're all, uh, they all have kind of like the same feeling towards them, so it's good. Yeah, yeah the, the graphic design department's been doing a great job. The last couple of years, we've been very impressed with the uh, the triple X bottles. Uh, the okay. what is it? It's like a turkey turkey bones kind of a thing going on. And yeah, this this year is no different. The, even the typeset of the uh, the numbers and the years. I don't know. Everything is really top notch this year from the graphic design department. So for me personally, I, I think back to we talked about you know how long we've been coming out and talking with you about this event. And I, I think back to that first conversation that we sat down for, and we had talked about you know the challenges of innovation. I think at that point you were talking about how uh, Firestone Walker was possibly cutting uh, lines to you know old beer recipes that they've been doing for years you guys have been doing a lot of innovation in the last you know three plus years that we've been talking with you and this black friday i would say is no different it's a continuation of that innovation what would you say is the biggest challenge in keeping relevant in today's day and age i mean new breweries popping up all day every day You've got new beers coming out from those new breweries, it seems like, every week. Uh, for you guys who have been an established commodity for 30-plus years, what's, what would you say are the biggest challenges to keeping up with the innovation? Uh, yeah, you have to keep... Well, you, you have to keep on coming out with stuff new. You have to keep on coming out with stuff that's relevant. And you have to keep on coming out with stuff that's good. You have those, those different things you must you know, hit on all cylinders just not coming out with new stuff it's just not you know throwing anything out there but you have to watch the trends you have to watch you know go to the festivals you have to see what the home brewers are making uh you see what's selling and all those things are you know all add up and, and so when you come out with something new you have to um be able to you know ha- have something what people want uh, and and that's you know it's a, it's a tougher market today than it was you know three four years ago and so you just you just have to be uh, on top of your game. I think we're lucky here in Milwaukee. We have a number of festivals where homebrewers are very prevalent. Uh, they're showcased, uh, especially obviously World of uh, Beer, uh-huh. which is put on by the uh, Beer Barons of Milwaukee, and they are usually cutting edge because it's uh, easier for someone with a five and ten gallon setup to create some very unusual beers, right? I mean, there's some beers that get crazy. Not necessarily that can ever be go commercial, but it's that kind of R&D that always happens. Uh, is there a specific team set up here for innovation, or uh, is it just uh, overall all the brewers that you have just uh, are able to 
present ideas. Yeah, we, we do have the Brewer series. Uh, we have so those guys downstairs can brew anything they want now and then. But then we do meet, you know, after our staff meetings and saying, you know, well, what's the next thing? What's the, that we should be trying to brew? We have two 15-barrel tanks. And uh, even though I know this next year we're going to try to put some more tap handles on here so we have more innovation going on at the brewery uh, so we can have uh, understand what uh, everybody else is, uh, or what we think you know might be coming up and we can try it out on, on the people that come on over. I think that's one thing we're missing right now is we only have 12 tra tap lines. You would have thought 12 would have been, been enough, but we're going to try to go to 18 <laughs> here in the next uh, couple months. Just go 50. And, and then we're going to try to do like the special beers that uh that we have and and and, and try to uh, brew those and i mean like like we're drinking right now this is to me a perfect example of what we should be doing uh, you know kvike is, is an interesting yeast has certain flavors to it and we'll i know we got a second batch coming out with this with some fruit in it and, uh, oh Kvike, cool. and so we're going to see how that all all uh, pans out and, and so we'll you're going to try and dedicate like two of those new tap lines to uh, like special you know test test releases test yeah, them only at least we can at least two or not three or four but um but yeah we want to try to keep on with with new stuff and, and go with it so we'll um to me it's an you know important part of the the industry you have to look at it and, and what's what's um what's hot and what goes and and there there's a lot of different people that have different feelings about what what's their favorite beer from sours you know to um hoppy to you know, you can have all the way from smoke to anything else that, that you can do. There, there's, there's, you know, what, 70 different styles right now that we have going on So in the, uh, uh, in, in the country. So there's no shortage of, of uh, things that you can dream of. You should not come down just for the uh, innovative tap lines. Uh, you have incredible Friday fish fry here. Uh, yeah. the, all the food that's served here in, in the beer hall is, is amazing. So that must provide, because some people come only no lakefront for the food interesting enough right so that yeah we do have a lot i mean uh, we have a lot of people coming from out of town and so they like they like the atmosphere of the beer hall the food they just want to see it and of course they have a beer here too but but we you know, a lot of people come down more just than from beer yeah but that must provide an interesting sampling of an audience that can tell you is this something that's going to be more commercially successful? Yeah, you don't have just beer nerds. Yeah, you have absolutely. like oh, yeah. a cross section no, of built in test group. Right. Yeah, it is. I mean, you still got your people that come, like, what's your lightest thing you got? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, you know, we, we still understand and we still have our cask uh, program out here, too, where we have two uh, lines out here with just casks. And, and one we try to do more traditional, and the other one we try to play with. And so we have that too going on, and that's that's a big part. You know, what you, can you add? I think our our uh, Nugris goes, you know, came from that where the, one of the brewers started playing around in a cask about putting different, you know, flavors in that, and that that's how we uh, we came up with that beer. I got to say that Nugris goes that was that was surprising to me. I'm I wasn't a huge fan of some of the other Nugris series, but the Goza it just it struck the right note. I don't know if you're out there for some of the summer events, Summerfest, and that. You got your hands on some of that goza. It was fantastic. Thank so you. we've been talking about some new beers, and it uh, looks like you have a new one here for us. Uh, let, let's check it out. All right, so Russ, we've got another uh, another entry into your Barrel Age program. This is the uh, the Barrel Age Cacao Dark Chocolate Imperial Stout. Tell us uh, tell us a little bit about this beer. What uh, what kind of flavors can we expect in this one? Well, I obviously, we put uh, the cacao in there, the um, and so you do get the the chocolate flavor. Uh, that comes out through it. We, we, it's an imperial stout. We do have some dark roasted grains in there. You'll pick up that, 
and it's also um, bourbon barrel aged. And so then you'll you'll pick up that flavor along with the wood wood flavor in there. So it's 9.8 percent alcohol, and uh, so it's it's worthy from that standpoint. And I think it's you know a delicious beer. That's very delicious. Is this one you would uh, recommend somebody puts down in their cellar for a while, or this one? It tastes to me like this one is just ready to go right now. Yeah, it is the uh, cellar certified. We have the cellar certified uh, logo on there, and so yeah, you can you can put this one down. I'm sure at least five years. Will improve in, in flavor and taste uh, along the way. So yeah, it's it's um it, it's a it's very worthy for that. Recommend drinking this right away. Maybe put one or two bottles away, but this is a great chocolate flavor coming through with the, the roasted malts. Oh, yeah, and it is a touch boozy right now. Even at nine eight, that's big. I think it's a big barrel note that I'm getting out of this. Even with all that cacao in there. Yeah, all the barrels on the back end for me on this one, uh-huh. but it's it's definitely there in your face at the yeah. end. Yeah, chocolate yeah, washes over your tongue. Uh-huh little bit boozy and there's the barrel at the back question was that i had about just the barrel aged series so this comes out the pumpkin is a barrel aged series and you have a couple other ones how does that differ from like your black friday i mean the aged for modern time age we we have uh we try to at least have six months in a barrel uh that we do black friday goes a little bit longer we try to have that uh at least about 10 um i would say and and uh, so these these are a little bit shorter. There's only there's only so much we can space we have at the warehouse. They so have to kind of rotate the barrels in, in and out uh, that that we do. Yeah, we we're thinking about some other ideas of having one for summer. We don't have a summer one right now, but we'll see what we can come up with. Just before this interview, we were actually having a chat with John, the barrel broker, who is one of your main suppliers. Uh, how is yeah. that having him local? Well, that's great. I, I met him out in California, in San Francisco, like in 2011. Then I saw him in, in uh, San Diego in 2012 at the CBC in both places. And they just happened to marry a, a lady from Milwaukee. And, and you know what happens when that happens, you know? It's, uh, you're always in Milwaukee. And, uh, and so now all of a sudden he moved his barrel business here because he was talking about barrels out there. And so well, this is great. We got the uh, connection. Uh, out here, so so he's been he's been good. He loves uh, the town. He comes up on on our on his boat on the river all the time and takes <laughs> me for a ride and and uh, so that's nice. But um, but yeah, no, he gets the barrels directly from the distiller. He has these connections all over the country. Uh, he knows when they're emptying, and so we get the barrels right away, and that's important. It know? is really important to be able to get those barrels as fresh as possible, right? To be able to. Oh yeah, I mean uh, the the barrel will start evaporating. The, the whiskey in there. Uh, if you wait too long, the um, uh, the staves will, will start separating, and you just uh, you lose everything. You get leakers, and so you have to keep everything wet, uh, and uh, make sure you got a nice wet barrel, and and um, and you go from there. So, uh, yeah, you put it in, that that gives you always the best uh, best flavor. So. Are you expanding your uh, barrel series through? I know we talked about maybe nothing for the something soon for the summer, but is it the plan for Lakefront now to really be able to have something barrel aged throughout the year? I'd like to have something constantly going on, but it, it just it, this coordination it always seems easier said than done. Yeah, we were thinking about trying to do something tequila barrels for summer, but that's not a given yet. It might just be on tap, well, not in barrels, but we're, that's we're going to try it. At least trying to get some tequila barrels in here. And yeah, I was gonna say it almost has to be like wine barrels or something, something yeah, lighter, lighter yeah. in style. We could have and and uh, 
but then you can think of the tequila drinks that you, you have and probably something on that sort. I'm okay with that too. I've yeah. seen some pretty successful like tequila ghosts. Yeah. You know, yeah. you could always, always go that direction. Lageritas. <laughs> no, we're yeah. thinking actually taking the new grist and putting it in there because it'd be gluten free. Okay. There, yeah. there you go. Yes. Yes. I don't know how many bar- uh, gluten free barrel aged stuff we've had. But that, that <laughs> was that's a consideration. First of its kind. It's a very niche market. <laughs> well, well, it is. But yeah. then I think the people that have the condition would. would definitely enjoy it oh that's oh, absolutely yeah. and people who don't have the condition we will definitely enjoy, enjoy it too, yeah. as well so you get all the market that's a great yeah. idea just to change it uh, throughout the year just have different barrels and yeah yeah so i mean that's a important note that all celiacs who miss drinking beer should move to milwaukee in order to get the get best the of lakefront, well, lakefront's yeah. been, lakefront's been doing it longer and better than anybody as far as uh, as far as the celiac folks yeah, so we're going to try and continue to innovate with that. Yes. And, and it is true gluten-free. We don't do gluten removed. Well, speaking of uh, continuing on, let's, uh, let's get into some Black Friday here. As we like to do, we've got our, our tasting going on, and we've got a, f- a nice little vertical going. We are going all the way back to 2016, which was the third year that uh, the Imperial Stout was the, uh, was the bottle of choice. So we've got the 18, which was just last year's, and then we've got a sneak peek of the 2019. So uh, I think that's where we're going to start, and we're going to kind of go go down the line and see how these flavors have changed. So uh, newest, newest to oldest. Yeah, let's get our impressions of the uh, 2019 Black Friday. To me, this is chocolatey. The continuation of uh, the changes from last year, where uh, more chocolate notes are coming through. It's almost got a little velvety mouthfeel to it. I mean, yep. it's not, you know, it's, it's not as viscous as, as it could be, but it's got that nice velvety mouthfeel to it where it's just a little tinge of hotness on the back end. Yeah, it's not as hot as I would think, honestly, because I've had, I don't know what year it was, but sometimes you get one of them, it's like, holy cow, this one has to sit for a couple of years. This one, you can have it now, maybe let it sit for a year, but I think it's it's good to go now, honestly. I, I like this one. This is really good. I'd say that's one change that we've we found over the years uh, dealing with the Black Fridays is that uh, they used to be kind of made to age, and now they're a little more made to drink now, but also you can age. Like when we drank the 2016 right you off the bat. just laughed at us. <laughs> That's good. I, I know. I, I, I know. It's just delicious, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I want to be delicious in a couple of years too. And so, well, I can't wait to try the 2016 because I think that one came off a little hot when we first tried it, but uh, then eventually became amazing. I haven't tried that one in a while, so uh, can't wait to get to that one. But this 2019 is yeah. tasting fantastic. So, what do you think your impressions uh, as like a first year one? I mean, oh, I really it? like it. I mean, it, it, obviously, it, it just um, it, it's very drinkable. I don't think it's too hot. Full flavor, uh, obviously something you can share with your your friends, and, and uh, to me it's it's, it's worthy of the. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's worthy of the price point. Is people going to come down here and, and buy this and say, oh, this is kind of a wimpy beer? It's not not worth that money. But I, I you know, I I always look at is the beer, um, you know, is a world class. That's one thing about buying these beers is where you think about the uh, $20 bottle of wine. Nobody really like thinks twice about trying to buy that. But people say, oh, $20 for a bottle of beer. And it's like, well, you can get the world-class beer for $20. But the wine gets bigger every year, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also with your price, but your price point really hasn't gone up in a number of, number of years, despite yeah. the rising price of craft beers in general. It is. I think that's a good value. And and so, yeah, no, to me, it's, it's, it's just... 
you know, part of what we're at. We're, you know, we're a working man's place. And, and uh, I, I think, you know, I've always, I remember a guy talking to me about how he can, you know, for 10 bucks and get the best cigar in the world. And he was really so enjoyed that. And, uh, and so to me, it's, a, it's important when you can get the, one of the best in the world for 20 bucks. I think it's a good price. I mean, it's a pretty standard I, yeah. price point, I think, right now for something yeah. of this caliber. If, if yeah. anything, really, it's starting to become a value. I mean, it's almost a Black Friday value. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you guys have definitely stuck with uh, stuck with the market. You know, you guys are definitely market comparable. But uh, I, I would say, as these guys have, it's a little bit even a value compared to some of the other prices in the market. So let's uh, let's get into the 2018 and see how that one has aged compared to the 2019. Yeah, I'm getting more chocolate on the nose. Yeah. So that chocolate is chocolate. really, even though there's no yeah. cacao nibs in this, uh, the chocolate malts, uh, the roasted malts, uh, the grains. Just are, that little bit of heat you got in 19 yeah. is, is gone from this. And the, what, what was the, the recipe has always been the same? I mean, yeah, uh, the guys, last year. Do you guys tweak that at all, the, uh, the recipe year uh, to year? I, I should print them all out and look. I know Luther might change it a little bit, but I don't think it's much with what would cause this flavor change. Mm-hmm. This, this flavor change comes from well, aging more than it does from, I think, a different ingredient. But you can tell it isn't as hot. Uh, yeah. It's more mellow. It's a little more smoother. Yeah. Uh, you guys did have a, a pretty major change from 17 into 18. We did the rye and we did some other things, but... But yeah, it, the, the barrels I imagine are different too. You don't always have the same barrel every year. Mm-hmm. Do you so, shoot for a particular um, whiskey manufacturer, whether it be Four Roses or Maker's Mark, or is it John? What do you have most of? Yeah, it's it's yeah, John. What, 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 what do you have? How cheap can I get them? That's worthy. I know we've had Four Roses. I forgot which one we had this year, but uh, we've had you know uh, those in the past, and so it, it's it's it, it is a, a name brand. <clears throat> bourbon that we uh, we age in and so it's not like you know some other uh, lower lower end stuff we he John that's one thing about John he always gets the best uh, the best brands for you and I remember when we talked uh, with Anello at Central Waters you know they're prolific with their barrel aging but uh, they talked about not not being so concerned with the distillery but more the the age of the barrel you know uh, and clean, tight, wet, and uh, you know how how well that barrel was going to do for the barrel. Uh, a lot of it had to do with how long the 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 spirit had been aging in that barrel. Yeah, that, that's a, a big point, and and so I think I could say I think it just goes deeper into the wood and more more wet and, and uh, uh, it's just more soaked into there. And, and just more more character, right? I mean, the whiskey's done the work for you to extract all those wonderful characteristics out of the oak. And more readily imparts that into the beer. Boy, I'm just amazed by just how one year has really improved. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah this 2018 is exquisite. Let's, well, before uh, we get into the last one, we sh- let's talk about this year's event. So, what can uh, someone expect? Uh, I, I know we'll be there like one in the morning. All hands on deck here at the brewery, huh? Yeah, we usually see a lot of the same characters out there in line. Yeah. But uh, for somebody coming for the very first time, what's, what can they expect out there? Well, it is a, uh, a fun time, so to speak. Everybody brings usually some beer with them or something or something to taste and, and, uh, and to share. I mean, that's one thing that I was, I'm always amazed with is that people are constantly sharing out there. Walk through <laughs> there and, oh, try this or have some of this one or eat this. And, and um, uh, so uh, we are going to have a food truck out there. 
in the morning. Um, hopefully the, the winter, or the early winter won't be too bad and uh, we'll have a decent day. Uh, but uh, we'll have food out there. Uh, we'll also have a light show out there. That's one thing we did oh, this year cool. was... Um, Breaking so you had it up on the brewery last year, so it's going to be different this year. Well, we have the on the front, you have the uh, the Gobo light, but in the back, we put the Cagnado up. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Cagnado. <laughs> the Cagnado. You can go out there right now and look at the Cagnado that we have along the, uh, the, the river. river yeah. But it looks like it's a, a stack of kegs that's been blown off by a tornado <laughs> and going off on the side of the keg. And, and, uh, and also, I... I um, I mentioned to one of my tour guides, I said, well, you know, it'd be great if we, uh, for the neighborhood, we'd just do some caroling. And he just took this oh, like wow. crazy and, and, um, and said, well, we got to decorate the Riverwalk. We got to do this. And so he's got a ton of lights along oh, the wow. Riverwalk. That's nice. fun. Right now, you can go out there now. It, it is lit up, and you just put them up yesterday. So we'll have plenty of lights. <laughs> That's one big difference between this year and next year. And, and uh, when you come at 5 in the morning, you'll see the hopefully the light show. Awesome. Yeah, and, and the food has improved tremendously over the years. Yeah. Uh, I think it was where, coffee and donuts. Like yeah, the first year, well, well, first there was none. Okay. Right. And yeah. then there was a, a tent put up uh, just to give the folks something to warm up with. And now you've got this uh, tremendous food truck with great food. And it, it's, it, you almost should come just for the food itself. Thank you. Yeah, those, those guys in the kitchen, they, they are ladies, they, they do a fantastic uh, job and, and, and cooking everything and getting it out there. And, and, and to me, this is an event. I, I know the beer is great, but everybody comes because they enjoy themselves. They have yep. a fun time down here. So to me, I constantly are looking for things that are making everybody happy or, or can help pass the time in line and, and, and make it worthwhile for them. give us some of the nuts and bolts of the sales aspect of the thing um it's basically you have to get the two four packs or no, no, you, you don't, you don't have to get anything i've seen a lot of questions on layout about individual bottle purchases yeah it, it is a matrix of of hard to describe but you can walk in here and just buy a black friday at the bar so you don't even have to stand in line if you want to and, and so that's one thing you, you can do but Anybody who comes in here can buy anywhere from one to eight bottles, or actually nine if they buy the $100 bottle of beer. And so the maximum you can buy is, is nine bottles. And then we're trying to do at the beginning at least is, is to ensure that all styles of bottles will last for a lot of people. So I don't want everybody coming here and buying the barley wine or, or something on that sort. So we're going to have, I think, three bottles of the regular Black Friday because that's what we got the most of. One or, or two bottles of Black Friday, uh, two bottles of barley wine, two bottles of uh, uh, the rum barrel-aged um, fruit, fruit cake, and, and the rye. And so, and in fact, I think I, I want to be wrong. I think one of them I think we've got less of. I forgot. I think maybe the rye. The rye. The rye. So the rye, we might only get one bottle at first, but then later in the day open it back up or we see how the sales are going and then we can let everybody if they want to buy three rise we can let them do that but at first we're just going to have that and then we're going to have like about 230 bottles of the hundred dollar bottle wine uh, beer no gift sets i think a couple years you had like a little like yeah. different stuff set up anything unique for this no year? we think we got we pulled all the stuff out of the gift boxes and 
put them out. We, we, every year we sold about 60 or 70 of those, and I don't think it was worth the time and effort to put in. And, and uh, I think we just do the bottles this year, and it makes it a little bit easier. We have so much beer to sell this year, I don't want to slow it down with the gift boxes. Right. I think they'll be selling the, uh, I got t-shirts or something, or uh, out in the outside. The swag area. The swag, there'll be swag to buy. And you were saying the uh, all the bottles come in a different like carrier. Yeah, we got nice carriers. It'd be a nice presentation compared to last year's or the eighty. We used to have these eighty-eight carriers. Where back in the days when we did the special ones, but we have special Black Friday uh, carriers this year, and, and, and so it'll be a nice presentation to take home. And we want to have it so every bottle can sit on your your shelf, you know, on, on the fireplace at home if you want to, or, 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 or display. So. Um, they are. I like to think the, our Michael Stadoli did a great job with the art on the bottles. Uh, if you got all four, I mean, it's definitely a display piece at home, also. Well, let's talk about uh, the 2016, which is the yep. uh, the oldest bottle we've got here. And um, after after this, I'd like to talk to you about the the crew that that puts this this entire event on. But uh, first of all, let's get let's get our impressions of the 2016. So we've we've had this before, but we've had it a lot fresher. This is uh, the first time this year that I've had the 2016. Uh, what are some first impressions here, guys? Mm. It's like drinking bourbony chocolate. I mean, it's completely smooth. Chocolate washes over your tongue with a hint of bourbon too. Kind of a bourbon bonbon. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, it's that character is really speaking in this beer. It's a little, it's a little sweet for me. I don't know. I kind of like that eighteen more. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. this one's where it's at for me in the sixteen. Yeah. Out of the three. Yeah, this yeah, is fantastic. I gotta say, I'm a little bit with Jesus. I, I like some of the, the recipe changes that have been made. This is kind, kind of sweet. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what you're gonna get with it sitting down for so long. But I kind of like the. The right, because all that hotness, any hotness that's been in here is it's gone away. So all you get is malt flavor at this point. Mm-hmm. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, what do you think you've, you've had more experience with these beers than we have. What uh, What do you think of the 2016 at this point? Uh, I, I like it. I'm a malt guy, so it's, uh, <laughs> it's definitely good. No, to me, it's it's it is uh, it is sweet. It is uh, is flavorful. It is chocolatey. Um, it definitely, to me, very drinkable. Um, it has mellowed on. I'm not really getting any big oxidation. Or yeah, any there's, no there's no fusel alcohols whatsoever in this. In here. So, Russ, we, we talk about the beer every year, and we talk about uh, the amount of work that goes into making that beer. Uh-huh. But I'd love for you to talk about the amount of work that goes into putting on the experience for people. We talked today about what a great experience that we've had over the years, uh, and a, a lot of that is the the amount of work that goes into it from uh, from your workers. You know, you've got uh, people tending bar, people making food, people cleaning the toilets at one in the morning to make sure that everybody is is you know having a having a great time out there. What what does it mean to you that people are willing to come out and do that? That people are willing to to come spend their time that early in the morning to to make a fun experience for everybody waiting. Yeah, we've been planning this for almost six weeks now, at least trying to get all of our ducks in a row. And, and, and uh, it is, you know, it's a big day for us. Uh, I'm so proud of my employees about how uh, excited they are about it. And not only that, we have a lot of volunteers we need. Um, one thing you can't forget is that, you know, you have Black Friday, but actually the, the largest fish fry day of the year is that night. Really? Wow. And so, and so not only do we have a huge Black Friday in the morning, <laughs> we have the largest fish fry at the night. So we have a lot of employees that have to come in then, too. So not all employees 
work Black Friday, so we do have, we do have some volunteers uh, that do come on in. Everybody lines up. Everybody's, you know, psyched, and, and uh, it's a very electric uh, atmosphere when everybody starts off and, and comes here and in the morning at 5 <laughs> and trying to do everything and trying to get everything going and then lining everything up and, and getting the crowd done. And uh, we've done it several years right now where... Uh, everybody kind of knows their position, and it's fun. It's fun to come in and then see, uh, you know, everybody having a great time out there, and everybody coming in and get the beer, and everybody, you know, sampling the the beers, uh, you know, from the tap. We've had a great time coming out every year and talking yeah. about this event, and, and you know, just spending some time outside with uh, with the Milwaukee community. Uh, it seems like you guys get more and more press every year, more and more uh, cameras coming out doing interviews in line. Yeah, I know it's just a fun day, and, and uh, I didn't realize at the beginning that uh, almost every Black Friday event occurred at night, and we were the only ones during the day when that line was here, so all the press came out for it. So that was, that was fabulous. But the fact, you know, it just is that it's just a fun event, and, and everybody just loves being out here and, and, and uh, coming on in, and, and hopefully, like I say, the, the, uh, the weather will cooperate this year, and we'll everybody have a great time out there. The crowd's always been so chill. Like, that's one thing I always enjoy, too. I've heard of some other festivals where uh, it could not be that way, but I, I've never had any issue with anybody standing in line. And, and I think the attitude is, yeah, let everybody have their uh, little fun out there, and everybody will be okay. Yeah, yeah the violence happens at the malls, not at the, yeah, <laughs> not at the beer release. No, they're pretty friendly here. <laughs> Before, as we uh, start to wrap things up, I just want to take a deeper dive into that that uh, number five or that that really special beer. I know we've had uh, the triple X the last couple of years, or was it just last year? Two two years. Yeah, in two row, years ago had we had the triple X. X. There's a lot of excitement about the. We're calling it number five, but the. Right. Do you want to taste it? Yes, yes. I do. I'd love to. All right, it's Go really it uh, makes the most sense if we could just taste it. Hey, let's, uh, let's do it. Yeah, let's yeah, do a little uh, cheers. Thank we got to do a big cheers here to clink, Ross. Clink, All right. Clink, 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 clink. We're drinking our plastic. Yeah, okay. All right. But, all right, let's talk about this number five. Let's take a deep dive. So we all know that it, it's lost a lot of water and alcohol in, in the barrel during its aging process. There's generally reasons people don't age their beers five years, ten months, because Ooh, you shit. run a big risk of... Uh, over oxidation, infection. But what I find here, especially the reduction in viscosity, can also become too much, really. I mean, it could become an engine oil kind of level where you get that it, sort it's of no longer. Yeah, right. That's not enjoyable. Russ, uh, cheers to the team that put this together, that mm. allowed it to age this long. And that it turned out like this because a lot of other brewery beers would not have turned out well. Yeah. One one thing I really appreciate about this is the uh, aroma. Yeah. That was one thing we opened the other time. It was like everybody can just, you can take, you you know, three inches from your nose, you can still. As soon as you open that bottle, it's you get that. It's all barrel. I mean, there's, but it's not overpowering either. We've talked about Revelations. Uh, They had a a triple barrel, Mm -hmm. and it was too much barrel. It was little, basically, oak and vanilla, raw oak and vanilla in your face. This, you're getting all of that, but in a very complex way. And the, the complexity and the flavors happening from this are amazing. We're really yes. in uncharted territory because it's like a little bit of that 
that port kind of like but all the aspects of the barrel just intermingle like perfectly right in there and a big thanks is to the employee who forgot the barrel yeah yeah (laughs) part of me from a business standpoint part of me is like you guys should probably stop losing barrels but also thank you i really kind of hope you guys keep losing barrels because this is amazing and I, i don't even I don't know if you want to tell us kind of what's uh, online for the ten-year anniversary. If you guys are already starting to, or if you guys are just going to wait to see what see what got lost. We, we, we don't have anything <laughs> concrete right now. All I know is we have we do have other old barrels besides this one that's out there that we have lost, or well, some of the my turns. Okay. My turn, Chris. My turn, David. The teeth. Other ones we have barrels. I think of that one uh, of those sitting around, and and so. We're going to have exceptionally limited releases, I think, coming up of, of those beers also. And, and we've seen uh, from our World of Beer Festival, uh, when we met with you over the summer, and we got a little chance to taste a uh, multi-year age Chad, <laughs> right? It's the barley wine that got age. Uh, that uh, unbelievable complex flavors happen when you have a, ha- I don't want to say a happy accident, I mean... I think this wasn't really lost. I think you have employees that are squirrels <laughs> secretly <somewhere>. squirreling away <laughs> from you. Yeah, you got a secret squirrel out there. That, employee uh, of the month. <laughs> <laughs> employee of the, the century. But, but yeah, so they left it there, and it, it's, it's definitely benefited us, and it's a great thing. And, and um, But no, I think it's no different than, you know, like whiskey. I know like a lot of mm-hmm. distillers come out right now, and they want to make a whiskey and they got to make some money so they sell it like in two three years and you really can't do that yeah no i think we should mention too we're drinking this at room temperature and it's phenomenal right there Mm. i think i think warm is the way to go with this yeah yeah i I definitely you know keep it chilled if you are going to age this thing no that's the the other thing i was going to add do not age this thing if you have it just share with your family or whatever during the holidays i think it's ready i'd be curious to know what russ thinks is this one that uh, that you would put down for a little while it does have the uh, the cellar aging on there but uh you, you could but i mean it's, to it's, me i think you get your yeah. friends together and drink it why would you right? Yeah, I mean, I right now i mean all i know is right now it's it's at the peak this is the best beer almost almost i've ever had uh, and so why would you wait to see if uh uh, you know, it's going to improve. I, I, I would, you know, I imagine some people will put it down, but I, I'm, I'm thinking that I, I like to promote the fact you can age a beer for five years and be great. Mm-hmm. And, and so I want people to taste it, to know that. I mean, so, yeah, where do you think something like this would even go if you did lay it down? Uh, not, not in good places, honestly. All right. <laughs> All the heavy lifting has been done. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. <laughs> Sorry, but I mean to be honest, I think it's ready is, now. It's perfect. Yeah, I wish I had this on Black Friday to share with people in line. I would I would share this with all my friends on New Year's Eve. I yeah. mean, I think that's yeah. the best place. That's a great yeah. idea. Forget champagne. Yeah, Black yeah. Friday Five is where it's at. So, Russ, we've put you to the task before, and uh, we tried to get you to divulge which of your favorite uh, My Turn series, which, which one was your favorite. <laughs> we've tried to ask you to pick between your favorite children. I think you just did. But I will, I'll just ask you right here, is this, is this possibly the best beer that Lakefront has ever produced? Yes. Breaking news? There but not go. really. <laughs> Nothing breaking about that. I, I, yeah, the one I'm probably the proudest of, of everything I've ever done in my life. This would be it, and that's thirty plus years. Yeah, 
Yeah, thank you for sharing. Wow, yeah, thank it's you phenomenal. so much for sharing. I thought I was going to have to hurt you tonight. get my car, you know. No matter what, this, this, there, this bottle guys. was going to get opened, whether you liked it or not. <laughs> We, thank you so oh much for sharing God. this with us. Yeah, thank, you. Is, uh, no, thank you. This, this is, is always awesome. a, a highlight for us every year, sitting down with you and kind of getting the scoop on the on the new uh, the new Black Friday series. And when we heard this one was coming up, we double circled our calendars. <laughs> this this beer is fantastic, as well as the 2019. I am very excited about picking up three of those and one of the rye and and some of the barley wine and even whatever that I can get. Whatever really I can intriguing. get. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Up to a maximum of nine. Yeah, yeah, if I you're those uh, first 200 or so, and uh, if we stay around much longer, it's going to be less. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We pushed that luck. I think we're, I think we're getting kicked out. Security's going to bring. I hope you know we, we always show up at the same time. We we end up in the same spot. I think if we do that, we're going to end up further back because That's you, why we're showing everyone up needs to come yeah. for the five. <laughs> No, we really appreciate it uh, as like a, just a brewery. We were talking about earlier about innovation that it's not just come out for the Black Friday. No, you have four different ones. You get line up early for this, and it's great. It's a, it's amazing. It's, yeah, we'd love a, to see. Sorry, it's like, it, 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 more Friday yeah, yeah, it'd be great. I, I'm I'm proud of what everybody's done. It's just not me. It's just like everybody well, comes yeah. up there and everybody contributes, and 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 uh, this is what we've come up with. This is my team. It's a team effort. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you have gotten very lucky, and I'm going to say that in, in the best of intentions. The team that you've assembled uh, has been amazing. It really has. So uh, on that note, uh, we're going to wrap it up here and finish up this Black Five. Well, thank you so much for having us, Russ. Uh, this is – we look forward to this interview every year, and we look forward to the camaraderie in line every year, and uh, we can't wait to see you out there. And if you're going to be out in line, uh, come on on up and uh, say hi to Russ. Say hi to the Tap Takeover podcast if you see us out there. Yeah, I'll be walking along, thanking everybody who come. And, uh, <laughs> you got I a pretty upbeat pitcher last year with the flag. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you were waving the lakefront flag. It was uh, it Well, was that's right. I got the independent flag out there. That's yeah. why I have to do that again. I yeah. forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. a big yeah. thing, especially you didn't even ask him about New Belgium today. But uh, oh, wow. we'll have to talk about we'll that. We'll leave that for another time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're we'll still do the independent flag out there. We'll do that one more time today since right. we are, are independent. Hope, hopefully staying that way, right? Yeah. <laughs> no no plan. No plan to stop. Uh, uh, yeah, what kind of breaking news are we doing? <laughs> you all, right, all right. We're going uh, off the rails. All right. I think that's going to do it for us. So it uh, looks like we are out of the number five for uh, for this year. But uh, hopefully we'll find some more in, uh, in a week or so when, uh, when this big event happens. But for me, for Alex. I'm Jim. Jesus. And here. And Russ. This is going to do it for us. This has been another solid non-fail production. Yeah.